Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Iglap Short Talks. It's me, your host, Paolo. And for today's episode, we will be talking about trauma. So let's get to it. So trauma in itself is a very broad and difficult subject matter to talk about. That it will take me 15 minutes is impossible to talk about the whole spectrum of trauma about everything. Heck, I don't even think 15 hours would be enough. So for today's episode, we will be limiting it to trauma in terms of the relationship side of it. About you, let's say about a person dating someone with trauma, a person with trauma dating, you know, let's just limit it to that. But even then, I'm not sure if 15 minutes would be enough. But, you know, being the person that I am will go for it. So trauma, one of the most complicated things in the world. Why? Because as human beings, we are all different. We experience life differently. And within life, we have love. We have happiness, sadness, pain, anger, disgust, etc. Each of these things Even if we have all of these, even if we're all human beings, we experience this differently. A certain traumatic event could not be traumatic for me, but it could be traumatic for someone else because we are different. But the important thing is that we don't invalidate the feelings of another person. We shouldn't say something like, I didn't get traumatized by that, so you shouldn't. No, that's not good. That's not right. Invalidation is always wrong. When a person has a particular feeling, you have to hear them out. Then discuss it with them. Don't just invalidate it immediately. Now, the thing with trauma is, It can run so deep that for some people, it could take a long time, years, before they can fully move on from it. Especially when your trauma comes from, let's say, a relationship. Relationships, when we're in it, is a beautiful thing, right? We trust the person, we care about the person, we love the person. And when the person that we love, that we care for, that we're vulnerable to, gives us the trauma, oh, I, 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 that's, that just hurts, you know? So, you know, in this world, It's not a perfect world. You know, I had a friend ask me one time, who's responsible, who's responsible, right? Whose responsibility is it to heal my trauma? And you know, if we were in a perfect world, whoever gave you that trauma, they would like apologize, they'll help you through it. But we don't live in that perfect world. We live in a world where 
people hurt people and they tend to not care. So my answer to that question is, it's you, the person with the trauma. But that doesn't necessarily mean you won't, that you will do it alone. You know, you, you have your friends, your family. Uh, obviously, there are doctors out there who can easily help. And if you have a boyfriend or a girlfriend or a partner, they can help you. But the one thing that I need to say right now is your partner, your family, your friends, they're not your therapist. They can help you in any way they can. But let's not make it to come out to the point that you're always going to them, that they should have the answers or they should know what you need to do. Um, sometimes if you need a medicine and things like that. No, that's why you have a therapist to help you with that. Your friends and your family, your partner, they're there to give you the support group that you need. Because here's the thing about trauma. It takes a while to heal from that. And it takes a lot of effort and a lot of support. There are times when we want to heal from our trauma and we want to move on from our trauma that we stumble, that we fall. But the important thing is no matter how many times we stumble and we fall, we should get back up. We should want to heal and move on from our traumas. You know, I'll use myself as an example. When I was younger, there's this show, and I still love the show until now. It's called Bojack Horseman. It's about a horseman. <laughs> who is a really awful human being, you know. Um, he's an alcoholic. He is self-destructive. He hurts the people that he cares for, his friends, people who would do anything for him. He hurts them. And he has so much self-pity and all of these things. And, you know, just seeing it right now, it would sound strange, ridiculous that there are people who would relate to him, see him as a hero in the show, you know? But younger Paula related so much to him that I made that like a personality trait, you know? That was like a red flag of mine back in the day. But as I got older and I explored my traumas, and I faced my traumas, I realized that I was looking at Bojack because I was afraid to face my traumas. Because I felt that I didn't deserve to be healed, that I didn't deserve to move on, that these traumas will define me, that it will be me. And anyone who wants to be with me will have to accept that I am Bojack Horseman. And this is my red flag. Because I was afraid to, to let go 
of these traumas. But that's the thing. Your traumas do not need to define who you are. You define who you are. You know, it's easier said than done to say, move on, heal from your traumas, etc., etc., etc. It is. But what's important is you take the necessary steps. You, no matter how small the step is, take it. In percent wise, even if it's like 0.00001%, that's still 0.0001% in the right direction. You know, for each person, it's difficult to give like a template. At, hey, okay, here, here's the template. How to heal from traumas. Go ahead, read it, you know, reflect, go for it, do it. No, 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 we can't because we are all different. And because we're different, healing is different. There is no template. But if I could give some advice to people with trauma, I'll give you guys some um, three steps or maybe three options or something like that here. So for people with trauma, number one, be wary of what excites you. So we have this hormone called cortisol. So it's a cortisol hormone. And the funny thing is, our body releases it when we're either excited or when we're stressed or I guess even when we're, I guess, a bit afraid somehow. The example of this is, let's say, for example, your trauma is with someone who acts a particular way. Let's say Bojack Horseman, right? Let's just use him again as the example. Someone who's self-destructive, someone who is narcissistic and all of these things, but on the outside, he seems cool, he drinks, he parties, he doesn't give a fuck, right? Let's say my trauma is with a person, with a woman like that. Then suddenly, I meet this girl and I feel excited to see her. I'm excited. I'm like, hey, I'm, I can't wait to see you, you know? You have to think and reflect. Is this excitement or is this a warning from my brain that this is the type of person who gave me my trauma to begin with? I'm not saying that every time you're excited, reflect. What I'm saying is when it's, a, when it's with someone that feels a bit familiar and not in a good way. Maybe it's time to reflect your feelings towards that person. Is it excitement? Or is it a warning? The next thing is journaling. Journaling is an amazing tool. Why? Because when you journal, you just write down your feelings, your raw feelings. You know, you don't edit it in your mind and be like, oh, you know, I shouldn't say this because what if I get judged? No, the beauty about journaling is you're writing it for yourself. And you can say whatever you want. No matter if, let's say, you use the wrong words or whatnot, it's okay. What's important is you journal. And when you journal, you read what you write. 
and you reflect about what you write. Because at least there, you get to see how you felt your raw feelings without any apprehensions. And the third thing is generally find patterns in terms of like what triggers you and how you respond to them. There's some, sometimes people, we do get triggered by certain things, right? Maybe a smell, maybe a the, the way a person acts, all of these things. But find the patterns on what triggers you and how you respond to these triggers and think, why do I respond this way? Why am I angry when I smell this particular scent? Why am I sad when I pass by this particular ice cream shop or something like that? These could all be part of trauma. And it would be great if you understand this on why you have these kinds of feelings to these triggers. Now, for those who are dating or who do have partners who have trauma, these, these steps are for you. So one, ask why they get triggered by a particular behavior. Ask it. Just say, hey, um, I noticed that when I wear this perfume or when I, when I spoke about this film or this artist, I saw that you were a bit sad or you got a bit upset. Why? What happened? Okay. Would it be okay if we talk about it or if we speak about it? You know, and if they're okay, they'll talk. If they're not yet ready, be patient with them. Which goes to number two. Cut them some slack. Be patient. And definitely do not use their traumas against them. That is the greatest, below-the-belt, ultimate red flag move. Do not use a person's trauma against them, ever. Cut them some slack. If they're not ready, please be patient with them. It's not easy. Living life with a trauma that makes you wonder... What did I do to deserve this? Third, uh, be supportive. So use words of affirma affirmation instead of scolding. If they're a bit slow but you see progress, say, hey, you know, you made progress today. You're better than you were yesterday. Don't say, like, you're so slow in healing. No, 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 no. Again, we need to be supportive. We need to be caring for them. So words of affirmation, always. And lastly, you may not be the right person to help them. You know, um, sometimes because you're their partner, maybe they're a bit shy, hesitant. You know, if they have a, a sibling who, you know, they always talk about things or that your partner trusts that sibling, Maybe speak to that sibling and say, hey, you know, um, I noticed that, you know, your your that my partner, you know, your sibling, your your older sibling, uh gets triggered by something. And I'm not really sure if I'm the right person to to ask or to help or something like that. Maybe you could speak to them. And of course, that that person that they trust will do that. And maybe they'll be able to speak to that person. You know? 
So th there, with that one, you may not be the right person, but you could build a support group for that person, friends, family, etc. Now let's go to the dating stage. And let's say when you're dating someone with trauma, I just want you to observe these two things, right? First thing is, are they ranting aimlessly or are they really looking for help? So there's this whole um, thing about people who can't find an answer that they may not want one. Sometimes people just want to supposedly ask for help, but all they want is to just rant and not listen, you know. Now, that could be a whole nother episode about that. But just remember the line. People who can't find an answer may not want one. So when you're dating someone, observe. Are they just ranting aimlessly just so that you, can, so that you just keep on giving them and giving them solutions? Or do they really need help? Second, are they dating you because they appreciate you for who you are? Or because they are after how you make them feel or if you're like a free therapist. That's something you need to, to look at. Now, this episode's a bit longer than our usual Iglap Short Talks. And honestly, I would love to make a part two of this episode. I think I should. But, you know, there's one more thing I want to say. And it's that not everyone wants help yet. You know, trauma is a journey. It's a journey that we all need to go through if we experience trauma. And of course, the destination of this journey is forgiveness, healing, and moving on. Trauma is not easy, and moving on from it is not. And sometimes we don't want help immediately. Sometimes it will take us time before we're ready for the help. So my advice again to all of you is to be patient with the person with trauma. It's not easy. And to the person who may be listening, who has a trauma, the first thing I want to tell you is, I'm sorry you had to go through that. You don't deserve it. And the second thing I want to tell you is, take your time. Don't allow your trauma to define who you are. You're more than that. And lastly, when you are ready for your help, you know, when you're ready to get help, speak to your, you know, talk to your family, look for a good therapist to help you. But please be strong because it's not going to be easy and you may stumble along the way. But like what I said, 
no matter how many times you stumble, always, always find a way to get back up. This has been another Eclap Short Talk. I'm sorry, this is a bit longer than what we usually do, but it is a very um, difficult topic. I will see you guys next week. Thank you for all the support. This has been amazing. Uh, Take care, everyone. Goodbye.